When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Hi. We have to uh, talk about the actor strike, the SAG after strike. A lot of new developments uh, overnight, uh, just with uh, actors speaking out, what some of the negotiations mean. Fran Drescher speaking out again on um, CBS Mornings. One of them being the topic of um what streamers get out of actors and the difference between network tv back in the day and the fair amount of money that people would get after they do a network show when it it goes into reruns or they get residuals essentially that's been a big topic as part of this uh, there's so many different areas um that have been discussed yeah so Fran Drescher you know? made an appearance yesterday morning on CBS Mornings, and it was like a seven-minute interview, but I just took a portion that I thought was interesting that sort of um, explains a little bit more how it used to work and how it's working now. Fabulous. Let's have a listen. I am shocked by the way the people that we have been in business with oh. are treating us. This oh, is the old speech. That's the old one. Mike, if you could look up in the system... It's Fran it's Audio. It's BD Audio 4. Um, 4. Yeah, BD Audio 4, Fran, CBS Mornings. But essentially, they interview her. Same and, voice, different words. Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> they start out the interview talking about how, um, you know, they really haven't since Friday when this all went down. Um, this Friday, uh, last Friday when it all went down. They haven't talked to them since. There hasn't been a Zoom meeting. They have stalled completely. And she said stonewalling is is their game. That yeah. is what they're doing here. Yeah. And they're punishing us for doing this strike by just not talking or negotiating or going back to the table at all in five days. So one of the hosts asked, like, so what's the difference between whenever you were on the nanny and the residuals that you got then and what it's like for oh, streaming? Sure. Yeah, it's been a while. 
If you look at their streaming divisions, with the exception of Netflix, they're not making money in those divisions. So let's linger on the money question for a second here. You've got millions of Americans, many of them watching right now, who are paying $10, $15, $20 a month to multiple streaming services. They can watch The Nanny until recently on HBO Max. I think you can now watch it on Pluto, which is a Paramount property. Help us understand the difference in what you earn as a performer for a re-airing of The Nanny on a broadcast, old-school, linear, CBS-like channel versus a streaming re-air on an HBO Max or something similar? In the old days when we did The Nanny, the business model was based on success was longevity of a series. And if you had eyeballs and ad dollars, you would stay on the air. Episodes each season was... 22 episodes was like the minimum, 24, 26. Then it would go to syndication. It would be on cable. It would sell around the world. And people that worked on The Nanny, even people that were a day player or were had a guest role, they're still making money off of that show because the show continues to make money for everyone up and down the ladder. The advent of streaming was introduced. The business model changed radically. Suddenly, shows were called limited series and they were given like um, you know, maybe six to ten episodes was considered a season. If there's a re-airing of The Nanny, how much money do you get or a person on that crew gets in contrast to what you get if there's yet another streaming air uh, of viewing right now? We don't know what the numbers are. Those people that run the streaming channels are very uh, secretive. They won't tell us. So they'll mm. give us some money that they say is what's coming to us. But we can't make enough when we're only doing six to ten episodes and it's in a vacuum. There's no tail beyond it. The money we have to follow, that's in subscriptions. So there you go. That kind of explains you know, how difficult this is to even track it. If you know that your show has aired 14 times this month on whatever network, then you can track that because in in the previous contracts, it's like for every episode that airs, you get this much. Yeah. Streaming, it's all private. They don't release anything. And how is that fair to the actors? And plus, they're only filming six to limited series episodes, things like that, with no, you know, with no compensation in sight for what it will be trailing on. Yeah, and I know that streaming and, uh, or I should say, residuals are an important piece of this. I know I, I was listening to another interview with Fran, and she goes on to say that essentially the business model now is totally different in the sense that the um, the amount of streams or the time that it's showed is not as important or valuable to these companies as subscribers and that actors truly want a piece of that pie because that is the thing where money is actually made. Mm -hmm. So instead of focusing on, you know, the residuals of something because you can, there is such, you know, it is so hard to find out exactly what those numbers are. Um, basing your success on the number of subscribers because ultimately that's how those companies are successful and exactly. that, that actors want a larger piece of the that pie. And they have no idea and no access to numbers as the performers. Uh, Ellen Pompeo speaking out on the picket lines, uh, also on her Instagram, uh, Netflix used an image from Grey's Anatomy uh, and she went on, actually they were on TikTok doing that. And um, so she took the same image and um, 
said me when there's a bomb in the chest cavity, referring to an episode from season two, and then took the other image and said, also me when Netflix doesn't pay actors residuals. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. So they're making three. She made a point that three billion dollars has been made on for Disney just for Grey's Anatomy yeah. and that she doesn't see any of it from Netflix. She hasn't seen any residuals. Yeah, and again, it just goes uh, it goes uh, to reiterate, or it's an opportunity to reiterate, that this mo- business model that actors' contracts have been working on was one established in the 1960s. It's ridiculous. So it makes sense that they want, you know, a contract that's going to be based on a business model that has radically changed in just the few last few years. And that doesn't even get to all the other reasons they're striking. And another thing that I found um, through uh, some of the union members that you might not know, like, oh, okay, I mean, so many of them, you know, 97% of them wanted to strike and a lot of them barely make the 26,000 to get the health insurance. So one of them, uh, Lucifer star D.B. Woodside commented about something I didn't know was in the negotiations, all the financial stress that comes whenever you have to relocate. For a production and also maintain your primary resident in LA. So right now, currently, if you're a series regular on a TV show, you get flown to another city like Canada. Usually uh, you're expected to live there for the duration of the filming. They give you a relocation fee to get started. And that falls between four to $8,000, but that's the life of the series. Yeah. Okay. You're still maintaining your home in LA and people have to sublet their places and things. But some people have families. A lot of people have families that, you know, so they get that one-time fee of four to 8000 And then they're living in Canada. So any airline tickets to fly back and forth to see their partners and children, they pay for that. Um, you know, you could just say, well, that's your choice to go see your kids. But it's just ridiculous that, I mean, the cost of living to rent an apartment in L.A., um, the, the average price is $2,800 for an apartment each month. And then to an average home that's just like a bungalow, that's like a two-bedroom home, that's over a million dollars to live in L.A. So it's just... It's just absurd that they're paying these series regulars only four to eight thousand as a one time fee. What if they're on something that shoots in Canada that has six seasons mm-hmm. and they have to live there? They have to have two homes, two mortgages like. Yeah, only a ridiculous. very certain type of person which uh, would have to have lots of privilege in the sense of a partner who's willing to accommodate the schedule resources in order to do it, to fill in the gaps that. You know, payment doesn't provide. It really does show you that this industry can only really afford to have a certain number of people actually making a decent living. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people who, I mean, like as you said, most of the people in SAG after don't even qualify for health no, benefits. Right, exactly. And that's who they're fighting for. You know, um, I saw Mandy Moore also on the picket lines. Um, she showed her check or revealed that she has she got a check for one penny. From This Is Us. Mm-hmm. That was a residual check she recently got. Yeah. Mandy Moore, one penny. <laughs> like, Yeah, what? and she came back and, you know, because a lot of people called her out and were like, girl, I think you're fine oh. um, because you've made millions. But, and she pointed out, and I think this is the thing that will happen is, you know, we're, if, if you're not invested in this, right, you just see a bunch of very successful rich people complaining. 
But when you start to dig in, you understand that these are people in a position to use their privilege to talk about those who you don't see. And it's a lot of the actors whose work we don't or labor, frankly, that we don't see that, you know, paints a stark uh, picture for what the industry is really facing. Right. It's not don't get just because they're the face. And and that's a that's a move. Right. Like there's a reason Fran, Fran Drescher is the head of the union. Yeah, because. She can grab attention, right? Well, she's also very good and successful at what she did. And she has really, her leadership, she has provided leadership in a way that it sounds like the union hasn't had up until this point, along with, of course, everyone else who's in the union leadership. But my point is, there is a benefit in this fight for actors to have the people who are most well-known to the audience, like you and me, out front. Don't get confused. It's not as if... You know, Brad Pitt is complaining no, it's about not, not about being them. successful. It's understanding that Brad Pitt is truly the 1%. And if he is making a case for others, I, actually, I don't know that Brad Pitt said anything he's at this point. probably just thinking about wine <clears throat> right now. But he's got his own issues. But like those actors are, are making a case for the industry and and the 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 people that we don't see because they don't have the wherewithal to show up and have cameras and a microphone and everything show up. I mean, when you watch any streaming show, just any show, watch the credits, which they usually don't include anymore. But um, unless you want to sit there and watch through them, you can skip them. But there are like in one show, yeah, you're just watching the three or four people that the storyline is based on. But in the background or people that just walk up and say, Miss So-and-so, the room is available now. That person makes money. And... They have to have all of these gigs to sustain their life, you know, and it's people that have little bit parts that have four lines or, you know, those are the people they're fighting for. And then if the industry is shut down, all the crew members that are working on these shows and movies are not working. Yeah. And just watch the credits of a movie. A far different thing if, you know, the people running the uh, producers of that content we're not making millions of dollars. Like it'd be, a, you know, like, oh, everybody's suffering. Well, are they? Because I'm not so sure. And at the end of the day, their business model is far more attuned to like, if you do something and you're successful, you are rewarded for your success. Meaning, you know. Uh, and just a baseline. Yeah. The amount of money they make is is crazy. They, she mentioned yeah. that Bob Iger makes well, 78000 a day. Yep. And And again, I think, you know, rich people always going to rich and they might have stock that goes up and down. But at the end of the day, those companies, if they're making money, their employees should make money too. So Mm -hmm. we of course will continue to cover that story. But when we come back, we've got all the other top stories. It is a busy ass week y'all because between what we just talked about and don't forget Britney music, Barbie movie, Oppenheimer movie. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Beyonce is in town tonight. I mean, there is a lot going on in the world and I bet you anything Mike is going to share some of that with us when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. I cannot get wait to get on the water this weekend. We're heading back to Lake Waconia, a little drive south. We show up, walk on the pier, get on the boat, spend the day on the boat, tootling around, enjoying the weather. We're going to bring Wheezy with us this weekend. And it's just going to be a nice opportunity to relax. Guess what? That's all we have to do when it comes to to your boat club. We truly show up, get on the water, have a beautiful day, and then we get off the boat and go home. And your boat club takes care of the rest, truly. They have over 30 locations in Minnesota alone, flexible membership options. Your boat club is going to get you on the water in no time. They take care of the work. You just take care of the fun. We really just show up. We've made our reservation. Everything's good to go. If we have requests, we can put them in. If we need help, they are there to do it. Yourboatclub.com. Give them a call today. Tell them Bradley sent you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. He has the latest in entertainment right now with the Dirt Alert. It's Mike. I sure do. Let's start things off with uh, Netflix. We mentioned a very important day yesterday for Netflix as they were having that earnings call to see how things were going since making some changes with streaming. And, yep. uh, well, if you're a stockholder, you know, uh, at least from a stock standpoint, it didn't go well. Uh-oh. As no. they didn't quite hit expectations, I don't think. I think it was better than they thought, but tell us more. Yeah, it was uh, basically they did uh, announce that I think there were six million, about six million new subscribers that were added there in that second quarter, which, uh, like you said right there, it actually doubles expectations, but uh, for some reason, a little reversal there in the stock. Yeah, and maybe hopefully for those investors, it's temporary, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think um, Netflix would rather have more subscribers following this, you know, I think which was a huge change for them to not only lock down uh, password sharing, but also create those additional tiers. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's a very it's been very volatile for them is what I'm saying. And this should, I should mention, it did take that little bit of a drop here to start the day, and I haven't checked it recently, but this is on the heels of what's been a very, very good year for Netflix, and the, and the stock continues to go up. So, again, just kind of waiting to see, because I think you mentioned it, Bradley, that this might actually set a bit of a precedent for what people do going forward, some of these other streamers do going forward when it comes yeah, to like, sharing they get away with it? Can we do this, too? Yeah, exactly. Because everybody's doing them ads. You mm-hmm. know, you got to have that, those ad-based systems now, because people are like, I don't want to pay! Exactly. So again, just a little uh, financial update, business side of uh, of the entertainment world there with that one, because obviously Netflix is a very uh, important player there in that. And uh, Beyonce is going to be in town tonight, but she apparently 
has a new fragrance. Did you see this? Yeah, I no. did, but I didn't click. So yeah. tell us what's going on. Well, you can check out her website. She's teasing a new perfume during the Renaissance World Tour, and it's a French-made fragrance. Her website, uh, like I said, has this teaser of a shadowy silhouette, a silver bottle that uh, matches her Renaissance album album cover, and apparently you get a special gift with purchase while Ooh. quantities last. I wonder if it's oh. like a duffel bag yeah. <laughs> or a nice... A little makeup bag. A little throw. A throw. <laughs> I used to buy, I would buy perfume or makeup based on the free gift. Just, oh, they used to have some serious free gifts. Mm-hmm. And you're going tonight, Mike. Let's I am going. That. Yeah, looking forward to that. Got the tickets. I paid a ridiculously high amount of fees that I wasn't prepared for, but now right. I am. So I guess I should have been aware of that. But. Were the yeah. tickets cheap, though? Um, the tickets, actually, it's going. So I was just talking to Grant about this as I was uh, watching them all week long. Holding they, out. They were, yeah, I was kind of holding out. Well, apparently, I held out too long because everything jumped uh, yesterday oh, evening. Because everybody was like, morning. okay, now we want tickets. I think everyone did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So now the tickets that were about 76 bucks are now 101 which I paid. Oh. And okay. then when you buy two tickets at 101 you then have to basically buy another ticket for $96 oh, of fees. That's a bummer. $96 in fees. Yeah. And that was the cheaper option. I looked at a few different sites, and that was the cheapest. Oh, my gosh. You shopped yeah. around. Good for you. Shopped but wow. Around, but yeah. Wow. Well, now, you got to let us know what the show uh, oh, was like. Your we'll wife is going to love you forever for this because she's a huge fan. We were just talking about the difference in generations. Like, I'm talking about all these Destiny Childs hits. I'm like, oh, I hope she plays this. I hope she plays this. And Sarah's like, I don't even know those songs. What? And then, and then, and then she's like, yeah, but she's going to play Partition and she's going to do this and play this. I'm like, I don't really know those songs, but okay, whatever. Oh, gosh. Right. Well, yeah. we can't wait to hear what it's like tomorrow. going to be fun. And I think she's got, uh, obviously, a wide-ranging catalog, so it should be a good time. Uh, one thing that also should be fun, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Did you like that? Uh... I love it. Okay, well, you're going to love the fact that the comic book is on the way. Ooh. There's an actual comic book. Yes, they're actually doing the reverse. Usually they're turning comic books into uh, movies and things, but Disney and Dynamic Entertainment comic books are uh, teaming up to release a, uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas comic book expected to drop early next year. More details about it. It's going to be released at the Comic-Con, one of the very few things that can be talked about at the Comic-Con. Right? They're like, we got to have something to talk about <laughs> exactly no actual comic book news yes okay so there you go that's going to be happening and then finally uh, i know one of the big uh, streamers uh, one of the big shows on netflix people have been loving is quarterback uh it was announced yesterday by peyton manning one of the executive producers that there is going to be a season two they haven't announced yet who's going to be featured but uh, it'll follow up what's been a very successful release on netflix and that's the one where they mic'd up like Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Okay. Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and Marcus Mariota were all followed for last season. Gotcha. Wonderful updates as always, Mike. Yeah. Do you have any blind items over there you oh, want to share? Oh boy, yes I do. Ooh. Wonderful. We're going to get to a whole half hour of blind items, but only on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody, we're interrupting Barbie week because it's Beyonce, she's in town, all the single ladies, we're so excited to see her, and if you see us at the concert, there's a few of us going, say hi. And Dawn, my talk 107.1, Beyonce in town tonight, we'll get a full report from Mike tomorrow because he is going to the concert. Now, we need those juicy bits of gossip with all the names left out, Mike. Blinded by the item. I love how you said that. We don't want them. We need them. We need them.
What Gotta would the them. day be without blind items? All right. Well, let's get it started with this one right here. This A-list illiterate reality star is trying to purchase an iconic sunglass company that was everywhere in the 80s. This illiterate reality star. Reality star. A-plus uh, list illiterate reality star. Or A-list. Is it like a Kim Kardashian? It's exactly like oh. that. And is it Wayfair? Not Wayfair's. Is that what they're called? Or... Ray-Bans? No, there's something. That... Oh, it's Ray-Ban! That's what I'm being told. Oh. Wow. Okay. Apparently the new, you know, we just found out yesterday that Skim's worth $4 billion, but Kim Kardashian is uh, trying to purchase the iconic sunglass company Ray-Bans that were everywhere in the 80s. Okay. She's Good for her. Definitely... I mean, she's a bill billionaire apparently, so why not? That might elevate the brand a little bit. I mean, it's a little stale, isn't it? I don't know. Ray-Ban? She can change, change it up. I feel Make like some they're new fine. cool ones. They're cool. They're classic. The classic yeah. ones. I don't know what else they're doing, honestly. But I think having Kim attached to it, they will make more money. I mean, good luck to her. <laughs> God just... knows she needs more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, I mean, you know, good luck to her. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you going to say? Good luck to her. Okay. It's really good. They're very dark. So if you have any procedures on your eyes, you can wear <laughs> sunglasses. And nobody can see through the Ray-Bans. Yeah. So good luck to her. Good luck to her. <laughs> Let's do another one. Yes. Let's do it. Speaking of good luck to her, this uh, reality star slash celebrity is trying to drum up support for herself and her situation in hopes that people will be interested in that reality show she's pitching. Unfortunately, no luck so far. Um, Tory Spelling. Way too easy. Yeah. Couple like easy shooting blind today. items in a barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, this isn't one of our more uh, difficult days. But okay. uh, uh, yes, according to this, the uh, and I even left out the bad actress part because I figured that'd really give it away. <laughs> this bad actress slash reality star slash celebrity is trying to drum up support for her and her situation in hopes that she'll be able to land that reality show she's been pitching. Unfortunately, no luck so far. Okay. Good luck to her. <laughs> Good luck to her. I wonder what Dean's doing right now. Dean McDermott. What Dean is doing? Well, right now. Dean is probably just trying to figure out what else they can do to make money. I don't know. Okay. Like, I don't even know what he does on a given day. No, I don't either. Are you interested, though? Not really. Oh, okay. I don't want to watch so, it. Okay. So TV. you don't want to. Darn it. I was trying to pitch a reality show. To oh, okay. What's it going to be about? <laughs> How Dean's going to, um, I don't know, feed all the kids and um, make sure Tori can have another procedure. Oh, that sounds fun. And make some money as an actor. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to tune in for that. He'll Sorry. be going to an personal. audition today. So. Oh, good. <laughs> is he going to go to his uh, storage unit? He is. He's going to get out um, a hockey stick and just get in the driveway with his kids and Hockey puck Play around. some road hockey. Yep. <laughs> oh, I had some bad thoughts I can't reveal okay. about road hockey. Oh, um, anyway. bad thoughts about road hockey. I can't. Okay. It ha- involves to- Tori, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's move on. Please, Mike, save us. I got you. Save her, Mike. Oops. Oh, that is correct. I can save you, as you can hear from the ding. Here we go. This uh, A-list actor slash director has been ditching the paps. His significant other keeps setting up for him, even though she's the one we were talking about yesterday. Mm. Oh, an A-list 
actor director and oh so is this j-lo trying to get into that gym yeah oh good one yeah where she oh, said bleep off yeah mm-hmm. she God. said the f word but of course the a-list actor and director is ben affleck. ben affleck there you go you had to say the name so i could have properly yeah, yeah, hit yeah, the yeah. you've got to get your dings um, in there we go yeah, you know um this a-list uh or ben affleck has been ditching the paps that j-lo keeps setting up for him even though she was the one we were talking about yesterday and of course that's referring to that story you would just mention there don where she got uh, locked out of she, tracy whatever that that uh fitness lady tracy mm-hmm. anderson what's her name that famous fitness guru in L.A., she was standing outside the studio. Like She went out. She got locked out. They wouldn't let her, you know. They had to open the door to let her back in because it's a super locked celebrity type she of a workout. Didn't like the fact that the paparazzo was there to catch that moment. Yeah. She said, quote, go away, uh, F you, and bye. <laughs> bye. God, she was in a mood. Her workout obviously wasn't, you know, up to snuff that day. Yeah. You think she'd always want attention, but no, it's wrong. She does want some privacy. It turns out maybe uh, they don't always, or maybe she did. Oh. Maybe this was the very moment she was hoping for. How do you, why do you think she got locked out when the rapap was sitting right there? Oh, oh. look at you, Mike. <laughs> that was no accident. There are no accidents. Come on. That's right. There are no accidents in blind items. <laughs> no. Never. Let's do another one. Blinded by the item. Alrighty, let's uh, maybe pick up the difficulty slightly. This A-list singer always gets cranky when she's back on the bottle, and that's what's happening. It's also why her relationship is crashing, and we're talking about her. Ooh, okay. A-list singer that we're chatting about. Okay, back on the bottle. A-list singer that we've been talking about. Did we talk about her yesterday? I don't remember if we particularly talked about her yesterday, but she's definitely been very talked about the last few days is on it, this station. Is it because of something regarding this relationship? It has nothing to do with the relationship. Is it? Did we talk about her 30 seconds ago? Uh, no. Okay. It's not J-Lo. Then. No. Okay. But she's cranky. Did we know she was once on the bottle? Um, I think it's been talked about that she's... Dealt with issues, even yeah. Is this Demi Lovato? Nope. Okay. I would just say, given the t- uh, and was go ahead, Ray. No, no, no. Finish your. Um. End. Yeah, she had a, another very high profile relationship. Um. That there was speculation that maybe both of them were. Um, Ariana Grande. Nope. Okay. Um. Oh, that they were both drinkers. Yeah, and then okay. maybe that was why they had some some issues. Even though most of her music is definitely heavy focused in on that concept. Of, oh, Miranda Lambert. There you go. Oh, oh that right. makes sense. Yeah, we have been talking about her and her attitude. I'm drunk and I don't want to go home. Singer Miranda yes. Lambert says, uh, or apparently is uh, back on the bottle once again, which is maybe why she got so cranky at those selfie takers at her concert <laughs> oh. in Las Vegas. Oh, and gosh. also, according to the blind, her relationship has been crashing as well as a oh, result. That's so, a bummer. Well, yes, it is. Maybe we should just all take a moment and let her just have her moment. You know, yeah, she's fussy. She's not in a she good place. She is fussy. She is a fussy one, that Miranda. But she's a great performer. I don't know how people can drink and perform. That would I would be. Oh, so I used to bad do it all that. the time. The problem is my performances were terrible. Okay. <laughs> you think you're amazing? Oh, yeah. Right. I just don't get know a little I... liquid courage in there. Yeah. 
It's just the energy level would just be like plummet after the first song for me. I'd be like, I have to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, for sure. That's oh, well, me I after she, a snack. So hope she gets things straightened out. I also just feel like I was like, I'm not wading into this conversation about should she or shouldn't she with the concert and the thing. It was like, I feel like this is just an excuse for people to yell at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it happened. Yeah. That's true. Those women are, you know, I'm sure they're... Well, see, now I'm wading into it. Okay. You don't <laughs> want to... No, you can't make me! Okay, move on. Well, let's do it. <laughs> if fans think that the damage this former A-list actress is experiencing is bad, despite all the snake oil she sells, then they're probably also realizing she doesn't actually use anything she promotes. Gwyneth Paltrow? Mm. You guys are crushing it today. Well, right through it. Only because she was talking about her yeah. concoctions recently. Her yeah. concoctions. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you fill in the blanks? Certainly. Apparently, uh, about a I don't know. It was about a week ago. I think there was a big article about uh, fans are you know concerned or wondering what's going on with all the sun damage that apparently she's had on her skin and has. And despite all that, uh, as oh. as the blind says, snake oil that she sells. And you probably realize though she doesn't actually use anything she promotes. Okay. Well, I mean, would we be surprised? Mm. Also, how can anybody keep up with that? cockamamie scheme right like you know when people have like 30 i was just talking to my dermatologist about this yesterday yes how people have these long ass regimes skin regimens and things Mm -hmm. i'm like who has got the time for that i don't i got things to do people i don't have 20 i don't have time to do 20 steps Every day to make my face pretend like it's going to look a certain way. It ain't ever going to look. Well, that's easy for you to say. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you're. I have aging, fine lines, sunspots, like guy. all the wonderful things, including but not limited to previously having sun damage on my face. I'm just saying. Yeah. People have these like like this Gwyneth Paltrow regime that she does oh, is that's ridiculously ridiculous. long and unrealistic. No. And I if people like at, at some point, you know. You just have to say, people have to accept my face. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is my face. Or it's just, you're doing things that aren't going to really change your face. You're just giving people a lot of money for the that's, privilege of thinking your face is going to change. That's right. You can get some great products on Timu, by the way, for your face. <laughs> no. That I use every night. <laughs> you do not either. Yes, I do. You buy face product on Timu? I sure do. Like for sunspots and skin lightening. Yes, it's worked. Okay, let's move on. I'm very concerned <laughs> okay. about the quality of Whatever. that. Blinded oh, my God. I don't You guys, don't act <laughs> so shocked. It took about two decades, but this country is finally going to launch a program that is very similar to what the A-plus list actor and the A-list director showed the world was going to be the future of crime fighting. Oh, Well, I'm assuming what? it's like a Singapore... It is not. Oh, because oh, they're just really good at technology and future. Um, it's is it like a Tom Cruise? What was That's that what movie? Yeah, mm. China, not China. Britain. Nope. Is it France? Do you know the movie? Um, yeah. Is it called like my AI? My what? Mission, my, my favorite. My Marfi. No. My favorite. What? My. My. Mm, Minority Report. 
Who directed that? A guy who's A-list and a director. James Cameron. Nope. Christopher Nolan. Maybe the biggest of the directors. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. I doubt you know about the bill that's be potentially being passed. And again, we won't go Poland. into Poland. Uh, it's actually Japan. Oh, Japan also not a surprise. They're huge on technology. What yes. are they trying to do? So basically, there's this new bill. And again, I don't think it's certainly... I'll fill in the blanks here real quick uh, first, and then we'll go into the diving of it. Uh, it took about two decades, but Japan is finally going to launch a program that is very similar to what... Tom Cruise and Steven Spielberg showed was going to be the uh, future of crime fighting, uh, referring to the movie Minority Report. Apparently, there's a bill uh, in Japan right now known as the Criminal Conspiracy Law that they're trying to put in place. And it essentially is going to cover and allow police to arrest anybody for planning, even simply discussing or everything short of thinking about committing a crime. Oh, God. So don't get in my thoughts. Don't get in your thoughts. Too late. Uh-oh. What am I talking about planning right now? A crime. No. No, I don't know. So, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, well, interesting for us from a distance. If you're in Japan right now, you're like, well, that's kind of terrifying. Just don't plan crime. See, I've heard that argument before. <laughs> don't crime. Don't I don't crime. have anything to hide. Are what you are you talking criming? about? Don't you know, crime. Uh, don't be criming. Yeah. If you're not criming. <laughs> okay. How All about right. another one? Sure. Blinded by the item. This uh, significant other of the foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor who stars in multiple franchises, is never supposed to discuss her relationship with uh, the actor for fear that the narrative of what he is trying to accomplish will be altered. Hmm. The narrative of what he's trying to accomplish? That sounds so ominous. It really, really does. So we're looking for a foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, the significant other of a set actor, and that actor has been in multiple franchises. What Franchisee. about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? Very popular. Very wrong guess. Okay. Very wrong. Well, I was saying very popular, yes. and then I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Mm, mostly movie actor. So he has been in some TV. Is it streaming? Um, that he's or, been in, I'd have to do some research. I only know him for the uh, for the movie side of things. Okay, but, um, okay. So, so superhero, you would too. He is a superhero. So okay. basically, we don't want. He doesn't want us to think that he's married. I think that's exactly what the oh, second Chris half Evans? of that makes it sound like. Nope, uh, it's not Chris Hemsworth because he and his wife are clearly, Elsa Pataki are yeah. always sucking face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh. Uh, is he? Oh. Multiple no. franchises. And a current superhero. Okay. A current. It's not Aquaman, is it? It is not. Jason uh, He's not married. Not anymore. Nope. Um, um, okay, let's see here. Oh. Sebastian Stan. Okay. Going too obscure with the uh, with the superhero. That think of obscure. one of the much more mainstream. Think of the mainstream superheroes. Uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Um, let's see. We've done all the Chris's. Chris, Chris Pine, is he married? Mm-mm. Off to Chris's. No Chris. No Chris. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, but stick with that. Okay, he was an Iron Man? Stick with the Robs. Oh. Rob Kardashian. <laughs> close. He is the... What? He said close. Close because of the, the first sock name. Avenger. Um, Rob, oh. Oh, oh, what? Rob... Snyder. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that all-knowing grin that he gets. The most that can be a lie. Think of the most high-profile of the superheroes and um, the Rob. Oh, 
Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, Batman. And, of course, his significant other. Uh, that one lady. It was Suki Waterhouse. Still is. Okay. Suki Waterhouse. Okay. But they're the not married. Answer. I don't think they are. Okay, but they so just don't want people to know that. He did say he, significant other. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. So let me, yeah, the significant other, Suki Waterhouse, apparently isn't allowed to discuss uh, the relationship she has with Robert Pattinson. Remember, there was also blinds about she was going to an award show, or she was going to the premiere, I think, of Daisy Jones and the Six, and uh-huh. he wasn't going to come with her. And then there was another award show that he refused to go to. Basically, it sounds like he wants to maybe be just more secretive about what they've got going on so she's not allowed to discuss the relationship in fear that that narrative he is trying to accomplish will be altered okay again just sounding very ominous there okay that's very ominous but like the like that he's a single and ready to mingle that he's a hot celebrity that people should be hot for i don't think that's going to stop people if you know whether or not he has a significant other people are still going to lust Especially yeah. when everybody knows. It's not like it's a secret. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Although I think there are probably a lot of people, because we are certainly in the know more than the average Joe. Sure. And, you know, if if you're just not thinking about it, I don't know. Maybe the bet is that, like, millennial girls or something, because I feel like that's his bailiwick, right? Are just not mm. paying that close attention. Who knows? Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about you guys? You got a couple of blind items over of there? Of course we do. Blinded by the item. Dawn, you got a blindie? Yes. This permanent A-list singer is crushed that her newest album did not take off and only sold a little over 50,000 copies. A permanent A-list singer. Who just had a new album. Oh, God. Is it Kesha? No. Oh, Mike knows who it is. I do. Give me a hint. There are a lot of other adjectives that could have been used to describe this person. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Just didn't want to give it away. No, no, of course. No, I'm not saying that for you. I'm saying that for his clue. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we would know her as... He's a former reality star. Um, She... Was urged to just do covers, uh, an album of covers, but she decided to do her own album. Oh, Kelly Clarkson? Yes! Yas, queen, yas. Make it too easy for you, but that is the case. Only sold 53,657 copies right now, according oh, to eight. That's a uh, this is all about her divorce. I didn't even know divorce. she had new music, though. It's called Chemistry, and it's an album all about her divorce. And maybe people just aren't in the mood for divorce albums. I mean, albums. You, you have to, like, if it's good, I think they're in the mood for it. But to your point, maybe as a genre, people aren't going, I want to listen to, although, maybe that's just marketing then. Because I didn't know that she, I mean, look, I'm not saying if I don't know, nobody knows. But I, I bet maybe a lot of people don't know. And I wonder if that's because they're just not marketing it heavily. Mm. Considering her show yeah. and the fact that we, we cover, I remember before it came out, there were everyday stories about this song was inspired by this oh, and he was doing okay, this. So maybe I was, she mm-hmm. denies this. And I didn't really bring a lot of those for dirts, but I did use those on uh, on yeah. the show before us. Yeah. So. Well, you, you, can, you can name the show. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Don't ask Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, um, <laughs> I, I think that for me, thinking about that this album has just come out i feel like it's been in the works for so long that i kind of lost interest or forgot Mm. she even warned brandon blackstock listen this album is about our divorce so get ready honey 
But, you know, it's just been in the works for so long. It was uh, well, it felt like so long because it was in the middle of the pandemic or the end of the well, is the pandemic. Is it over? I don't know. Either way, 2021 is whenever she uh, got divorced. And it just seems like a lifetime in between then and now. Yeah, well, they started the pandemic together, mm-hmm. broke up during the pandemic. She you know, they divorced and then it was a contentious divorce. Right. And it seemed like he had done her dirty. The blind items at the time were that he had cheated on her. Yes. And, and you know, I think that, like, the difference, like, Adele is known for more of a serious tone in a lot of ballads. And Kelly Clarkson is kind of, there's some revenge songs in there and stuff, but she's really known for, like, super peppy pop music. And maybe just the perception of having a divorce album sounds sad. And a lot of people are just, like, not in the mood for it right now. But yeah. try it out. It's called Chemistry. I've not listened to even one song. No. So, and it's I'm not, not a charting. huge Kelly Clarkson fan. I bet it, usually she's got like one or two songs that you're like, yeah. You yeah, know what maybe, I mean? Yeah. I don't even know if she has any of those songs on the Billboard chart, charts. I'll look that up. She doesn't have a banger, an no. anthem. Yeah. All right. You ready for another blind item? Yes. Let's blind do it. By the item. Yes. This B list celebrity has left her close friends worried sick, you guys. Uh oh. After going AWOL. Amid family drama. What? Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bradley's getting really... I'm just trying to oversell it. Really dramatic. Uh, B-list. And I could describe her in different ways that would maybe give it away. So obvious. Is it Tori Spelling? Oh, my God. It's still obvious. (laughs) Ding your dong, girl. She's not talking. Tori Spelling. Now, this story in particular, I mean, I know we already had a blind item about her during this segment, but this one in particular says that Tori Spelling has left her close friends worried sick. That's a quote, a direct quote from one of her said friends, who, by the way, was a source. So I don't know. Anyway, after going AWOL amid her split, did you know she went AWOL? Uh That means a wall over land. I don't know what AWOL actually stands. What does that stand for? Uh, Just outside of Target, I think. Because that's the last time we saw her. Exactly. Very recently. Or yeah. that cheap hundred dollar so night motel. She wasn't that so, able. Okay. I mean, it's like an army term for like leaving your post. Apparent? No, I mean I know what it is. <laughs> that's. I'm saying you know. I don't know what the actual acronym is. So she is. hasn't. According to sources who are talking to, of course, her friends are going to call up the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. They say that she was recently staying at a five or a hundred dollar a night motel with her five kids. Um, but since then, it's been really hard to contact her in recent weeks. Ever since the news of her impending divorce, Tori has not been returning calls. She's kind of gone AWOL, which has her close friends worried sick. That's what one of her actual friends told the Daily Mail. Yes, Mike. Absent absent without leave. AWOL. Oh, duh. Yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you for that update. You're welcome. The source further went on to say, and... Um, our good friend Kat Perkins just texted that as well. Now oh, everybody's nice. going to. Hi, Kat! <laughs> um, absent without leave. The other the source went on to say that Tori's estranged husband has serious concerns about his wife staying in a motel. Oh, this really? Is such, okay. I wish I could say the word. I just want to know. Yes, I see your mouth and I see what it said. <laughs> 
say you can it. Say the BS. It's BS. It's, it's BS. just you know. Look, I'm not saying that their family drama is not BS because I don't know. This is where you always get trapped, right? Because they'll yeah. be like, they're having real problems. They're saving it for the reality show. I know they might be having real problems, but I just feel like this is but all a big setup. We will watch it if it comes out. When we come back, thank you for all of those delicious blind items. We do them a whole half hour right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn every Monday through Friday. More pop culture and entertainment right after this.